welcome to the Always Booked Podcast with Jenny and Mike. I'm Jenny, and I'm sitting here with Mike, who loves smooth jazz and Star Wars, I think, and also really likes this year's season of British Baking Show, which is very confusing to me. And he lives with a bunch of chickens and a medical professional, so he's basically got all of his bases covered. I think that most of those things are true. Well, I'm Mike, and I'm here with Jenny. Uh, Jenny was raised out on the tough, hardened soil on the Llano Estacado. Um, she likes vests, mayonnaise, Furbies, Harry Styles, and celebrating Christmas starting November 1st. She's also allergic to various metals and tree nuts. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> we don't know that for sure yet. I currently have four metal patches attached to my back, and on Wednesday, we'll know if I am indeed allergic to them. There's no doubt. There's I'm, no doubt. I'm definitely itching, so, yeah. <laughs> but... This isn't a podcast about medical things, even though we talked about, we've already mentioned medical things twice now. Right. I don't even know what this is a podcast about. Well, so this podcast is kind of uh, new to me. I, mean, I know that you've made podcasts in the past. Uh, this is my first time making a podcast, so I wanted to get um, a little bit of this under my belt. Um, we have kids who are coming into our library. Uh, Jenny and I work in the, the Pascal High School Library in Fort Worth, Texas together. Um, and so we have kids coming in to do some podcasting starting tomorrow. And so I just wanted to have some some practice doing this so I could help them out. Yeah. And so, like Mike said, we work at um, Pascal High School Library together in Fort Worth. This is actually our first year working together um, as co-librarians. And um, we have a lot to say about uh, just like library life in general and what's been going on since this is probably the weirdest year of our lives. Um, so we figured we would uh, start making a podcast probably every week. I'm putting it out there now, so we have to do it. Yeah, well, so we kind of talked about doing a podcast for several weeks now, but um, we decided if we put it out there into the world, and that's what we did when we put it out on Facebook last Friday, um, that we would have to do this. And here we are sitting here making this podcast. Yeah. So we're going to try to have a different subject every week, not just like just library. Um, but this week we thought we'd talk about pandemics, libraries and pandemics, because we got to get that out of the way. Like we have to at least mention that we're in a pandemic. Yeah. I mean, obviously our jobs have changed a, a tremendous amount um, from our normal library jobs um, during the pandemic. And so uh, we're going to talk about a different, couple different ways that we can have the uh the pandemic in our library and, and still still be successful in reaching our kids. All right, so let's jump right into it. Um, how are we like making kids comfortable in dealing with things? Yeah, so I think that one of the things we talked about is that uh, we need to make sure that they are, uh, we, we give them a, a sense of as much normalcy as possible. Um, one of the, the things the library is known for is for decorations. And so we went all out as much as we could for Halloween decorations. Um, we spent a good part of our day today taking those decorations down yes, because we, we have so many. Um, and then we've started uh, pulling out the uh, Thanksgiving decorations. And then uh, no matter how much Jenny wanted us to pull out the Christmas tree today, I was able to at least persuade her to <laughs> to keep it up for a couple more days before it, it makes an appearance. I'm just saying, how do you decorate for Thanksgiving? Like... We put, I mean, okay, turkeys, that's the only thing we have. Everything else we were like problematic, problematic, very problematic. Like, how do you decorate for Thanksgiving? I don't know. Food? We like food. I mean, yeah, but I'm better at drawing cartoon characters than actual, like, cooked turkeys. So I don't know how to do that. <laughs> Sorry, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. 
And so uh, besides doing those things like decorating, uh, what are some of the other things that we've been doing to, to help out our students? Um, well, one thing, you know, when we talked about this, we did a, um, a TLA talk, what was that, two weeks ago, and, and kind of discussed the same thing. And, you know, one thing that we talked about is making this space as safe for the students as possible in two ways. So like literally safe. Um, we have them sanitized before they come in. We make them wear masks. We make them stay six feet apart. We want every student to feel like this is a truly safe environment for them because a lot of our kids were nervous coming back, like very, very nervous. Um, but also figuratively safe, um, just in that it's, you know, we want them to know that even though it's distance and it's kind of different, it's still their space. And so we didn't shut down for that reason because I think some libraries are still like curbside only. And it, you know, it's totally your choice. And, and I think some, some people are in different positions where they really can't put themselves in a position to have students in their library. Um, but for us, we, we thought, well, that's something that we can do. And it'll remind the kids that it's a safe space for them and a place that they're welcome, even when in times when there are lots of places they can't go where they were used to. Yeah, there's no doubt. So uh, we had a, a girl come in the last week, and she wanted to check out books. And they come in right at the end of the day and, and, and went back, and, and she was happy that she could go and find a couple books. And then on her way out, I mean, she just had, to me, the feel of somebody who, who was kind of a library user, even though she was new to our school. And so I just told her on the way out, hey, we're open for lunch. Um, you can bring your lunch in here if you want to. And, and she's come in a couple days in the last week. Um, to, to do that. And I think that she got really, really excited that she was going to be able to have a space. Um, it's tough for everybody right now, but to be a, a kid at a new school, I mean, that's got to be, you know, doubly tough. Yeah. I mean, you know, in a, in a normal time, you could try to make your new friends and everything else, but with a mask on and having to sit six feet apart, it's it's just incredible. And so I think that just being in her a spot was, was something that helped her out. Yeah, I think we've, that's, a nice thing that we have a handful of kids that are in here every day that they're here um, for lunch, just because exactly what you said. How do you make friends six feet apart? Um, I think if you're already established and you have friends, it's still hard to maintain that. So it's nice to have them in there, in here at least. Um, and then we also have a Google Classroom. That How many students do we have in it now? We have, I think, seven students now. Which, Which is, you, know, you know, we're we're getting there. Um, we we put it out on social media that you know we want you to join our Google Classroom, and uh, we just got back um, access to our uh, OverDrive, our Sora app, so our kids can now check out books online. Um, before we had the pandemic, we had a malware um, issue with our district, and so um, we hadn't had any access to eBooks really in, since March. Um, so when we got that back, we wanted to make sure we promoted that in any way that we could. And so uh, we, we set up an assignment in Google Classroom that said that if you go and check out a book from Sora and, and do a screenshot where you've done that and send it to us, that will uh, be entered in the drawing for a tasty treat. And that, uh, that ends at the end of this week on the 6th. What, what's our tasty treat? It's going to be tasty. It's a turkey. It, we make it. <clears throat> An entire cooked turkey served to you at lunch. Uh, I'm going to say that that's probably not going to be what our tasty <laughs> treat is. Okay, fine. Yeah. But kids, if you're listening, see me for your free turkey. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I 
like, you know, we don't have that many kids in our Google Classroom yet, but I think the kids we do are engaged and, like, there for a reason rather than us, like, forcing every kid to go into yeah. the Google Classroom and then being like, I really don't want to be here. So. Yeah, for sure. The, the one girl that, that, that sent in, like, immediately, I put the assignment out, and within the hour she had already posted the, the screenshot of the book that she had checked out. Yeah, there's no doubt that, you know, she was looking for a Google Classroom. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, how can I connect with the library? And so... Um, having that way is, is was was open to her. It's 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 really good. Yeah. Um, and we're also, you know, we're trying obviously always trying to connect with students. That's our main priority. Um, but also with teachers, because I think like um, you know, teachers are timid to work with the library, even when they're not scared and wearing a mask plus a face shield and they have a shower curtain around their desk. So um, this year I was like, oh no, even I've, I feel like even our teachers, like our English teachers who love to work with us, it was going to be harder for us to get to them. So we've definitely tried to reach out to them more and really just in like the most like non-intimidating ways possible. So if we sent them a Google survey, it was like, Hey, how can, do you want to work with us? Yes, no, maybe. And if they said yes, we're like, oh, cool. Tell us how you want to work with us and some of your favorite things so we can like buy you treats. And if they said no, or maybe all, we just gave them one question. What's stopping you from working with the library? Just so then we have an idea of like, one, who we can reach out to, to work with us. And two, who we can like kind of nudge and might be on the fence. Um, and I think it made them feel a little more comfortable to come and talk to us because a couple new teachers who filled that survey out then came into the library and were like, hey, like, what were these things on the list that you had on ways I could work with you? What does that mean? It kind of opened the door for them. Yeah, and I think that uh, just just to have being able to, to make those connections with some of those teachers, um, I know that they are just overwhelmed at the moment, you know, between teaching virtually and teaching in person at the same time. But just letting you know that somebody out there uh, wants to work with them and, and wants to help out. Um, I think one of the things that we need to do is to go back over those surveys. It's been about a week and a half since we probably looked at them. I think we yeah. had 23 or so um, surveys. We probably need to go back over those and and look and, and pick out one or two um, before the next time we podcast and say and reach out to those teachers and see if we can and maybe either set something up for them or uh, at least get them their tasty treat that they put down. Uh, yes. just, just something nice for them to do. I love that. Like, give them one of the things we ask is, what's your favorite drink from Sonic? Right. Like, we could easily go during lunch sure. and get, like, two Sonic drinks and just take it to them and be like, hey, if yeah. you want to work with us, let us know. Yeah. I hope, they're not, I hope they're not listening to this podcast because they won't be nearly as surprised, <laughs> no. right? So we'll we'll know if they don't look excited. <laughs> we'll be like, oh, but at least you listen to our podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's okay. Silver lining. Yeah. Um, but one good thing that did come out of that is we got to do um, a digital breakout edu. With it was some so classes. much fun, yeah. It was incredible. We even had a kid come in to get his prize today, and Mendez was like, "Hey, did you like the breakout?" And he was like, "Oh, I loved it. It was so fun." Yeah, and yeah. Kids will be honest. He would have been like, "No, it's garbage." Yeah, no. He was very excited. He he. So he had been in, in the class that they had done uh, breakouts in the library last year, and so he was like, "Well, you know, we had so much fun last year," and I was like. We'll get there back. And so he was like, you know, but he was very supportive of, oh, yeah, well, I really liked it, really liked it. And, of course, he was very excited to get his little prize. And yeah. um, it was nice to see him in, a, in that in that situation. He was in the class that last year, the last breakout we did, um, the box was full of actual burgers. Um, so those kids, a digital breakout for them, they were like, oh, man, like, where's the burgers? Yeah, where's the burger box? We talked about burgers a lot with that class. <laughs> but I think that um, – 
for like our first real kind of like we've taught a couple of research classes and we've had some one-on-ones with kids about research which has been wonderful but this I was really our first true interaction with a class and with students digitally and I was happy with it yeah it was great I was happy to see the kids yeah and then last Friday of course was, was right before Halloween so we also got to, to see some of our uh, special needs kids um, they came in and man that was <laughs> that was what a way to send off on a Friday for us like going out on a high so we had a little, a little get together and, and and got to see some of the kids virtually some of the kids were in person we did some pumpkin painting um, it was just it was a lot of fun and so I, I think that they had a great time and of course seeing those kids for the first time this year was a, a big help for us as, as far as going into the weekend on a high. Oh, it was so fun. Um, a co- one of the students who was um, virtual wore his Halloween costume oh my gosh. the entire time. And we watched The Addams Family, the new one, um, which if you haven't seen is really, really Incredible. good. Incredible. Fun. Um, and so we watched that and they just like he wore his Halloween costume the whole time and just watched. Yep. So it's been fun. Like I've, I'm not going to say like going through a pandemic is the coolest thing I've ever done because it's not. Um, But I feel like there have been some silver linings where we've like gotten to have some more personal one-on-one time with some students. Um, Like our group on Friday was a smaller group and we really got to like talk to each one of them and um, our breakouts, our digital breakout, we were truly face-to-face working with those kids the entire time, like through the screen. So yeah, one of the That's neat nice. things about the that uh, the digital breakout is we did it over Google Zoom. I mean, uh, Google Meet, and so <laughs> Google, Google Zoom, Zoom. Eh, Google Meet, and so uh, one of the things that Google Meet has has started now is that they have their breakout rooms, um, and so we were able to um, put them into different classrooms, you know, so they could get into their groups of three, four, five kids and actually do their uh, breakouts together in their little teams. And man, that, I think that worked out really well. And so that's just one of the features that you used to have to like download something for, but now um, Google Meet, you can you can put them in breakout rooms like you could on the Zoom. So yeah. that's that's really cool. If you haven't done that yet, you can check that out. Man, it's way cool. Like it's and you as the teacher can bounce back and forth between rooms and monitor conversations and push kids into different rooms if you feel like it's not working out. It's so cool. I was I was super excited about uh about that feature so yeah worked really well yeah i really enjoyed it um the one other thing that i'm looking forward to with our teachers is that we talked about making a uh, faculty book club and so um we uh, we've picked our book and we've gotten some responses so we're very excited about that we'll have to talk about that in an upcoming episode where um we'll have a, a faculty book club and so um, it's not something that I've done before. Um, I've had book clubs with kids, but I haven't done one with the faculty. And so I'm I'm pretty excited about yeah. to see how it's going to go. And it's not that we just talked about it. We made it. Like, we told the teachers we're meeting on December 5th. So. That's right. Yeah, once again, <laughs> like, we, we've set ourselves up for this is going to have to go because, you know. Yeah. We've picked a day and we've picked a time and we've I picked a book. I think it's going to be fun. Yeah. i got to read the book. It's, we, we, it's one we've already read. I Yeah, we've got time. Okay. We'll, we'll be fine. You need to reread. Yeah. Come on, Jenny. Or do I? Yes. I mean, I yeah. made it through high school. Uh, <laughs> I'm, just, I'm sorry I said that. My brain. I'm just kidding. So anyway, those are our like pandemic thoughts, just uh, in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, it hasn't been horrible. No, it's been good. Know? And now that we've said something nice, we're going to move into our, our newest segment. <laughs> These <laughs> well, are all new segments. It's all new. Okay. I can't wait for this one now. It's called The Airing of Grievances. The tradition of Festivus begins with the airing of grievances. I got a lot of problems with you people. It's where we take time 
out of our podcast to share one thing with each other that really annoys us. So Jenny and I work inside of an office about eight feet apart from each other with masks on all day. And as a librarian, especially a school librarian, so many times that you're in a, in a job where you are working by yourself. Um, this is my 14th year as a librarian, and I've never had a co-librarian. And so it's been a big kind of change. Yes, it has. Um, for, for him, for not me. me. For me. And so, like, just having somebody else there is great. But also, you know, I've worked by myself for 14 years. There can be some things that I would like to share with Jenny that might be annoying. Okay, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Okay. Okay, so Jenny Jenny uh, is a wonderful baker. Jenny um, makes wonderful things that are canned. Um, and so a lot of times she'll bring me a special treat, and that kind of makes my day. Well, so Jenny sent me a picture of pretzels this weekend. <laughs> yep, and so I got very excited and told her how excited I was about pretzels. Guess how many pretzels I got today? <laughs> okay you know what i thought about that actually the answer is zero the answer is zero <laughs> I pretzels didn't get any. i was gonna bring that up to you earlier and be like hey i need to make you bring you hot pretzels because they're uh-huh. better when they're hot uh-huh. and i have one at my house but i took a bite out of it <laughs> so i don't think you want it i don't want bit bit pretzel you're right that that is correct i didn't want bit pretzel <laughs> But just the fact that she sent me the picture. So first of all, we talked about it last week. And then she sends me a picture. And then I'm like, well, I'm getting a pretzel this morning. And no. I know. Well, I also didn't show up to work till late because I was at the doctor having metal attached to my body. Without pretzels. Yeah. And I did bring pretzels. fine. Well, now I know. Yep. Okay. That wasn't that bad for our first, like, airing of grievances. I was nervous. Well, yeah. I haven't heard yours for me yet. Okay. All right. Should I? hear that? I I just said? That's my grievance. So I'm an Enneagram one. If any of you guys follow the, do you, do you know what Enneagram number you are? I I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. I think you're a two, Uh, maybe a four. We're going to take the test next week. I'll tell you what Enneagram (laughs) is, but I'm a one, a one wing two really, but a one likes like, I just, I want to do everything right. And I want people to be happy with what I do. And so that means when I tell a story, I want validation that I told a good story. But Mendez does this thing where I tell a story and he goes, okay, after my story, why don't, what does I, that mean? I know. I, and I know that I do this. I hear that you're not the only person in the, that has said this to me. So I know I've got to do better as far as validation. I know this. No, listen, I need too much validation. It's not a big deal. And now I'm used to it. Now I know that that's your way of being like. <laughs> I'm oh, sure th- okay, I hear you. Yeah, I'm sure week one, you're like, okay, what's this guy doing here? Yeah. Like, what, what are we doing? I'd be like, here's a joke. I'm delivering it. Like, uh-huh. And Mendoza would be like, mm-hmm. cool. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. It's a weird thing. Uh-huh. But now it's turned into a silver lining because we get to take Enneagram tests to see. Well, I don't have to take one, but you're right. going to take one. If I'm taking one, you're taking one. All I hear is that I'm a one, I'm a two, I'm a four. I'm a, you, you, you get to retake if I get to take. Okay. All I'm right. totally fine with All right. that. Deal. And that was our airing of grievances. <laughs> I liked that. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Cathartic. Yeah. Now we're going to go into silver linings, which is, uh, I feel like a nice uh, segue because we've, talked about something that we are upset about not even upset no. we're just mildly upset now we're going to talk about something good that happened this week that made you really happy so um i have two yeah we'll do one of yours and then i'll i'll do one okay 
Um, so one of mine actually goes back to the breakout EDU that we were talking about this morning. We got an email from the kids' teachers who um, we did the breakout for. Um, her name is Dr. Lucero. And it was just like, hey, I wanted to thank you so much. You brought normalcy back to our classroom. And reading that first thing in the morning, yeah. especially before Google Classroom goes down, <laughs> is really, it was really nice. Yeah, that was that was a nice thing. Monday morning, like, to get up and read that email first yes. thing. It's like, ah, yes, this is why we do what we do. Yeah, because she sent it super early. It came through at, like, yeah. 7. Yeah. So I was like, heck, yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, so my silver lining is um, I had a kid come in first thing this morning, um, and he was a student. I, I instantly recognized his face, even though he had a mask on. And I was like, okay, this kid's got to be a Rosemont kid. So I used to work at Rosemont Middle School, and we have kids, probably 20% of our kids feed into our school now. And so um, I, I instantly recognized him, but I knew I hadn't seen him last year or the year before. And so he came in and he said, Mr. Mendez? And I said, yes. And he goes, uh, I don't know if you know, you know, like, you know, don't you know if you remember me. And I was like, oh, I certainly remember your face. And I said, you know, that you've obviously grown up. And so he's a senior this year and like remembered my name and was like, he said that he had seen the library website or watched one of our videos and was very excited that I was here now. And so just like, it made me feel real good for the rest of the day. Like, oh, this That's is a kid so who has, cool. hasn't seen me in four years, but he like remembered my name and, and was excited to see me. That is awesome. Yeah. I'm glad I wasn't there this morning to ruin that moment for you. To Thanks. be like, oh, I'm sorry. You don't, you don't remember me? You weren't excited to see me, kid? But no, I'm very excited. Another thing that it makes me really made me really happy today um, is that we're not not that we're decorating for Thanksgiving. Like that's not a silver lining. We are certainly de decorating for Thanksgiving. But that we went into, so we have like this huge map holder thing, and it's just full of decorations. And I've put some stuff in there, but I've never really gone through it before. So we went through and pulled out like a folder that says Thanksgiving, and it's just like weird. So much gems. Old yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Stuff. It's like. If, if you can imagine what 1980s Thanksgiving looked like in an elementary school. That's it. Yeah, it's... And it's... I mean, some of it is like precious moment stuff that mm. we were like, eh, no thank you. But we did find an Ann Gettys Reed poster, which I was really stoked about. <laughs> and an Elvis Presley That's a, The Elvis Pre poster was, was yeah, yeah, I think it was our favorite. And a bunch of Star Wars posters, which... You know, when we first decided we were going to introduce each other, we were like, we got to write an introduction. And I was like, oh, I'm going to say that Mendes loves Star Wars. And then I started pulling out these posters. And I was like, look at this one. Look at this one. This one's Yoda. And he was like, okay. And I was like, wait a minute. Do you not like Star Wars? Because, like, that's, that's so, part of my introduction. Certainly like Star Wars. But, like, would you call yourself a super fan? No, not a super fan. I'm a fan. I'm a big fan. Like, I have Star Wars stuff in my house. But, like. Do you have I, any Star Wars Pez dispensers? No. Oh, wow. I feel like that's the mark of a true fan. Well, all right, look. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a fan. I enjoy the movies. I watched Mandalorian the first day it came out last week. Like, I'm a big fan, but I, there are there are bigger fans than me. There are no doubt. Okay. Okay. Well, okay. At least now we've got that out of the yeah. way. And I know. And now I know Man there's a second season of Mandalorian out. I had no oh, idea. Oh, my gosh. I haven't even watched the first one. I mean... I'm I'm going to stop this podcast now. Let me tell y'all, I want to put this out in the world right now. My favorite Star Wars is um, episode three. Like, it's so good. So good. Yeah. When she's, like, giving birth to the twins and stuff. <sighs> I was like, this is it. This is a gem. I think it's the only one I've seen, too. And I was like, very good. We'll fix that. <laughs> we'll fix that. 
All right, let's do some shout outs. Let's do it. How about that? All right. So I want to shout out a book that I'm reading. Um, it was published in September of 2019. So don't worry, I'm not giving you any cutting edge new content, <laughs> but it is new to me. It's called American Royals. Uh, some of you have probably read it. Or if you're like me and you just had your friends telling you you should read it over and over and over because the book was made for you. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm busy reading other things. Um, and then you never picked it up, you should. It's by Catherine McGee, who wrote The Thousandth Floor. And I realized that today. I was like writing my notes for it. And I was like, one thing I'm going to say is this book reminds me of a book called The Thousandth Floor. And then when I looked it up, I was like, oh, they're written by the same person. But basically, I'm going to give you a quick synopsis. So we won the American Revolution and um, like got away from the British. And then all the American people were like, we're so happy, George Washington. We want you to be our king. And they crown him right after we win the American Revolution. And then the Washington family becomes the American monarch. And they're the House of Washington. Um, and so it's we're many generations down. It's like it's set in modern day um, with the current House of Washington. And so we're run like a monarch. It's actually kind of cool because they still reference like, uh, you know, lords and dukes and all this stuff. Um, but they're and they're still like the same states, which I was like, how do we get all those 50 states? It's I mean, there's some holes. Don't worry about it. But and maybe they'll fill themselves in. Um, but anyway, it's really cool. And um, it's told in four different points of view. So there's like the daughter who's um, supposed to take over the throne. Um, and then two super crazy kids who don't, they're, they're also royal family, but they don't have to take over the throne. And then their housekeeper maid. Um, so yeah, it's like a soap opera meets a historical fiction. And I, if you've read the thousandth floor, it was like, I always said it was like gossip girl meets sci-fi. Like if the girls had phones put into their brains. It would be like, you know, sci-fi gossip girl. And it's got a Meghan Markle vibe to it, like if she was the queen. So. That sounds really interesting. And so. It's really good. Yeah. Uh, one of my secret, you know, I'll tell you like a secret thing about me. Gossip Girl is one of my favorite like 10 shows on TV ever. Really? Ma Mandy thinks I'm silly for watching Gossip Girl, but I loved Gossip Girl. I love I'll that. admit that here on the podcast. It's so I, good. Have you read the Gossip Girl books? I have not because I'm, I'm kind of. I'm kind of attached to the TV show. Oh, yeah, I get that. Like, it's like a Pretty Little Liars thing. You yeah, like for sure. You like the yeah. show. Well, I get it. I love Gossip Girl. So right. you should read American Royals. <laughs> there it is. See? <laughs> we could have just done this. We didn't have to do a podcast to do this. We could have just yeah. done it here. Um, so my shout-out is for uh, Texas EDU Fest. Um, so there's a one-day event to help Texas educators who are teaching during the global pandemic. Um and the, their goal is to help you save time and energy as well as fill your bucket during this challenging time in education. And so it's on November 14th, um, and it's uh, free. Um, it's put on by Fried Technology, which does a, a lot of the technology training for us here in our district, and it's always really, really good. They're awesome. Yeah, like, I mean, it's well done. It's well run. You're not wasting time on things that you don't need. Like, they run through so much stuff, you feel like exhausted at the end of the day because it is so much information um it's sponsored by google lamar university and fried technology and you can go on and register pre-register by going by going to fried.tech slash tx edu f-e-s-t tex edu fest 
Oh, that's cool. I yeah. had no idea. Well, that's why I'm telling you now. I like it. Yeah. Can I say that um, I came up just with an idea for our podcast right now when you were talking, when you said fill your bucket? Fill your bucket. Um, because um, I don't know if you've ever watched Real Housewives, but no. Real Housewives of the OC are the OGs of the Real Housewives. And um, there was this one chick on there named Vicki Gunvalson in one year. She got a new boyfriend. And like, so for, in Real Housewives, you always have a tagline like, these diamonds may be heavy, but so are these secrets that I'm carrying around or whatever. Um, and so hers was, um, I'm driving into my future and my love tank is full because she had a new boyfriend. Um, so I feel like next week when we introduce each other, we should write each other Real Housewife taglines. That should be the way we introduce each other. That That's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah, because I said it on, I said it on air and we're live. All right. No. <laughs> anyway, so um, look, if you want to see more, and uh, we'll post like some uh, pictures and links and things that we talked about, you can follow us at Always Booked Pod on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, and you can email us too, right? Yeah, at Always Booked Pod at gmail.com. Yeah, so if there's something you want us to talk about, um, or not talk about. Maybe you don't want to hear us talk about Real Stop Housewives. Stop airing your grievances. <laughs> then let us know, and uh, we'll see you next time.